0: mm
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our service here at Gaston First United Methodist Church. It's good to see your beautiful faces in the sanctuary, and I can just imagine how beautiful you look at home. So uh, say something in the comments lines and let us know you're worshiping with us. And take just a minute and stop what right now and hit like and then hit share. If you share this service, then just think how many hundreds of people will will be able to know uh, that we're having this wonderful celebration service this morning. So thank you for, for being there with us this morning. We've got tons of stuff going on. Look at our church Facebook page. Look at our newsletter. Look at our app to know all of the stuffs going on. I want to highlight a couple of them. One is this coming Wednesday night at 5.30, we're having a family fun night the children are having a family fun night and when I say fun I mean really 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 fun stuff they're playing minute to win it there's gonna be food I don't know it is gonna be wonderful so food will be served minute to win it games all kinds of stuff that's this coming Wednesday don't forget our Mother's Day rose sale this benefits uh, the ELC scholarship fund you can, you can buy uh, a rose in honor or in memory of somebody that you love for $20 and it will be on the altar on Mother's Day and it will uh, also benefit our ELC scholarship fund. We have Pastor Andy, we have the funnest day ever. We have the church picnic is coming up. Yes, yes the church picnic is coming up. On May the 12th, so Wednesday from 5 to 7, it's going to be up on Nakalula Mountain at the Kiwanis Pavilion. It's going to be outside, so we can stay as far away from people as we need to. It, now, the park closes at 5 o'clock, so if you want to ride the train or if you want to hike the trail, you'll need to come before 5. But we're going to have the place out there. We're going to have food. It's going to be so nice. And um, so say a little prayer that the weather is going to be awesome that day, too. Um, Vacation Bible School, Catherine, Vacation Bible School is coming up. I'm so excited. June the 7th through the 10th. You can register for Vacation Bible School, by the way, by going to the children's Facebook page. Or uh, just by uh, going to our church website. You can register that way. Whew, that's a lot of stuff. And there's even more. So uh, check out our church Facebook page and uh, check out our, download our church app. So uh, let's, let's go to the Lord and pray this morning. We're th- so thankful, Lord, that you've blessed us with this beautiful spring day. You've given us a chance to pause in our week and to give this time to you because we know that through the music and through the message, you're going to touch our hearts and help us to be able to touch other people as well. We ask all this in Christ's name. Amen.
0: For those of you here with us this morning, if you feel so led to stand and sing, that's okay now.
2: I think the governor said it's all right. Sir.
0: I've got Our rock, the only solid ground. Nations rise and fall. Kingdoms were strong, now shaken. We trust forever in your name. The name of Jesus. We trust the name of Jesus. You are.
2: may be seated. So this is the time of the service uh, for tithes and offerings and prayer concerns, but if you have a praise, would you write it in the comments? Uh, And think about some praises here in person, some things that you're thankful for. One of the praises I have this morning is the praise band is awesome. Aren't they great? I love them. They always do an awesome job. Uh, But you can give... um, online and also uh, for those of us that are here there's offering plates in the front and the back Um, we're so thankful for the support so we can do so many awesome things in the community uh, for the kingdom of god Um, and again if you have prayer concerns please let pastor sam or i know or somebody from the prayer team let them know your prayer concerns we want to be praying for you Um, and you can write prayer concerns online as well let's go to the lord in prayer this morning loving god we pray for every tithe and offering And also the gifts of time uh, and service that people give. We pray that you will use those for your glory and your kingdom. Uh, We lift up all the teachers uh, that are finishing off the school year. We pray they've had a tough year. We pray that you will bless them. We pray that you will give them strength to get through this last month. We pray for the students that are finishing out the school year as well. Uh, We pray that they will finish out strong. Um, We pray for all of those in the church uh, that are having health issues. We pray that you will bring them peace and comfort. And we pray also for the caretakers, God. We lift them up. Uh, We pray for a special blessing upon them. And God, all the unspoken requests that are here today, uh, we pray that we lift those up because you know what those are. Uh, We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amazing, aren't they? Don't you love the praise band? So I don't know if you noticed, but we had an acolyte this morning. It was Pastor Sam, and he's wearing a really snazzy jacket. But he came up here, and if you don't know what an acolyte is, it's the person that lights these candles here. He lit both those candles up here. And that represents the presence of God in this space with us. We'll talk more about that later, but I have a little trivia question for you now. I asked this trivia question on Tuesday night at our Mosaic service, and everybody got a 100, so that's awesome. At youth group, I asked this trivia question, and they got a zero, okay? So, you're gonna be ashamed of the youth when you know what the question is, okay? I'm gonna read part of a song, and you're gonna finish the lyrics. You can shout out the lyrics, it's okay. We can shout today in the sanctuary. This is the lyrics. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song and I'll try not to sing out of key. What's next? Pastor Sam is the only one in the sanctuary that knew it. You get the prize. You get the prize. You might win a car or something. So uh, Ringo and the Beatles, they have this song. You know it now, right? Do you know it? Hannah Murray knows it. So a couple people here know it. Uh, But Ringo and the Beatles had it right, didn't they? We really do need help to get by with our friends. Um, I need a ton of help from my friends. So at Mosaic, somebody actually even shared a little more in depth of the story. Uh, Corey at Mosaic said, oh, there's way more to this story. Ringo, one of the lines was going to be uh, that people are going to throw tomatoes at him. And uh, Ringo, I don't know if you know this, he was really insecure about singing and his voice. uh, And he really did need help. From the other beatles to get through just even recording that song which is a really neat uh, story Um, but we need each other we need the church the church needs us Um, sam preached last sunday about the vine and the branches and it's the passage from john 15. jesus is reminding the disciples uh, of the importance of staying connected to the vine Especially through prayer, that we can stay connected to the source of life. We can stay connected to our Creator. Jesus knew that we needed to stay connected to the vine, and Jesus showed us how to do it. So, the scripture of the vine and the branches passage is John. uh, I'm going to be reading the next passage, John 15, 9 through 17. Um, And it's going to talk about Jesus knowing that we needed each other. Um, This is the Andy Yarnell southern translation version, all right? Don't expect to find this online anytime soon, but I'm going to give you my translation of it real quick before I read it. Um, that God is saying, stay connected daily to God. Give space to be molded, to be shaped, to grow. Y'all be good, stay connected to each other. Serve each other, even the ones who weird you out. Love them like I loved you. That's the Andy Yarnell's southern version. I threw y'all in to make it southern, all right? This is John fifteen nine through 17. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abided in his love. I have said these things to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends when you do what I command you. I do not call you servants any longer, because the servants does not know what the master is doing. But I call you friends, because I made known to you everything that I have heard from my Father. You did not choose me, but I chose you, and I appointed you to bear fruit, fruit that will last so that the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. I'm giving you these commandments so that you may love one another. The word of God for the people of God. When Sam was talking about being connected to the vine, especially through prayer, if we really do this, all right, hear me out, because if we really stay connected to God uh, daily through prayer and just really, really focus in on letting God shape and mold us, it's going to naturally start to be a little easier to love other people. I'm not saying it's gonna be super easy or it's gonna be perfect, but it will get a little bit easier to love other people if we stay connected to the vine. And you might be saying, I'm gonna need to be so strongly connected to that vine to love that person sitting next to me today at church, right? Or that person that I work with, you might say, I work with Karen, right? Some people know who Karen is. Some people might say, I work with Karen. Karen is something that young people say for somebody who's really annoying. So, but you might say, I work with some of these people, I'm going to need a whole lot of love, a whole lot of Jesus, a whole lot of connected to that vine to love them. Um, but I'll tell you, we truly need to stay connected to the vine to love other people. Did you notice also in this passage that Jesus calls us friends? Um, he says, I used to call you servants, but now I call you friends. That's pretty awesome what other friends do we need? Um, I need to personally surround myself with people that are connected to the vine, like Sam talked about last week. I need to be connected to people. I need to be uh, surrounded with people that are constantly connected to God through prayer, that are striving to love others. I need that, those people to rub off on me. I don't know about you, but I need that. Um, I need to get a blessing from them. And sometimes I'm the one who needs to get the help. Sometimes I'm the one that needs to be with those people that are loving the way that Christ did. I need to receive that sometimes. I need to hang out with these people. Um, This is a scripture that I'm about to read, and you've heard it before, because this is one that us preachers use when uh, we want to make people feel guilty about not coming to church. Right, Sam? So here it is. Um, Really, I've heard this one used so many times, but I'm going to read it to you, but it's a good one. Hebrews 10, 25, don't stop meeting together with other believers, which some people have gotten into the habit of doing. Instead, encourage each other, especially as the day is drawing near. And that passage just encourages us to stay connected with other believers so we can grow from them, so that we can be blessed by them, but also so that we can love and bless them as well, so we can encourage them at the same time. Some of us ask, why does it even matter? Can't I just pray and be good and not be connected with other people of faith? Um, You might even say, church people weird me out, but we truly need to be connected with each other. Um, I've seen people walk through the most difficult times of life, and when it's done right, people of faith surround them. They might provide a meal when they need it, a prayer when they need it. People that are truly there for them. They're surrounded by people loving the way that Christ loved. And some of you have seen that firsthand as well. When it is done right, it's amazing. I don't know about you, but I need to be surrounded by people that are going to challenge me. People that might have a different of opinion on a scripture. People that are going to really help me grow. Um, And it can be the sermon on Sunday. It can be our Mosaic small group. It can be uh, Harriet Murray's class that you just... You grow and you build bonds in there and you pray for each other. It could be Pastor Sam's online study. For those of you that are online, it can be connecting online, praying together, growing together, being there for each other. These people will help you, give you support, uh, and, and help you out when you're in need. It could even be something like a workout with our exercise group here at the church. I love this quote from Rich Mullins. Rich Mullins was a singer in the 90s he was a Christian singer and uh, he wrote the song our God is an awesome God some of you may know who he is but he was really really a cool guy and uh, here's what he said about church because people would get on to him a lot and say they're all hypocrites there how do you how are you a part of that here's what he would say people would say why do you want to go to church all of those hypocrites and I say look why would I want to stay here with you hypocrites I never knew why going to church made you a hypocrite. They'd say, because you go to church and you're all holy, holy, holy for two or three hours. Thank goodness we're Methodists. That's one hour for us, okay? But, uh, so I changed this quote a little bit. And you go home and sin, and I'd say exactly, for two to three hours, I'm doing pretty good. Maybe the problem isn't that you go to church. Maybe the problem is that you go home. I never understood why going to church made you a hypocrite either because nobody goes to church because they're perfect. If if you've got it all together, you don't need to go to church. You can go jogging with all your perfect friends on Sunday morning. Every time you go to church, you're confessing again and again to yourself, to your family, to the people you pass on the way, uh, to the people that greet you there. You're confessing to all of these people that you don't have it all together and that you need other people's support. You need their direction. You need some accountability. You need some help. That's an awesome quote, isn't it? Every time we walk through the doors of a church, we uh, get online to Pastor Sam's Bible study, we go to Harriet Murray's uh, uh, class here on Wednesday nights, you go to a youth or kids activity, whenever we gather together, we are confessing together. We don't have it all together. We need help from God, and we need help and support from each other. We need uh, a little help from our friends to get by. We confess that every time. Um, I need to be here with people on a weekly basis that have messed up all week just like I have, right? We talk about it all the time at Mosaic. I'll say, I messed up a lot this week, Um, and I need to be with people that are going to help me grow, that are going to challenge me. I need some good friends, and I love our church because we can connect. Uh, if you look around here, you can connect with some people that are really young and grow and learn from them. And we have some people that are a little bit advanced in age, right? We grow and we learn from each other. We learn from each other. Roger Thompson gave me some of the best advice uh, about 10 years ago. I'm the type of person, I like to help other people, right? I think that that's my way of serving God. I like, I like missions. I like serving But somebody one time was going to help me out with something. And I almost felt guilty to take the help. And uh, Pastor Roger said, it's okay to receive help. He said that's their way of serving and, and being the hands and feet of Christ. Let other people help you out. I don't know. Maybe somebody else needs to hear that. But sometimes we can be so stubborn. But it's okay for us to get help from our friends. That's why they're here. They love you. They care about you. It's okay to get by with a little help from your friends. We know what it was like this past year to not be connected. Uh, For for a year we had some, it was social distancing and being stuck in our houses. We need to reconnect with each other. We know how important other people are. So we know that we need to be part of faith communities uh, so that we can grow, so that we can get help but also so we can be a part of something awesome and big. God calls us to love others, and not just the people that surround us in this building, but God calls us to love all people, right? And what does that mean when we do it? When we love people the way that we're supposed to, when we think ecumenically, all the churches, all denominations, when all people of faith are doing it right, these are some of the things that happens, Um, World Vision is one of my favorite organizations because they sponsor children in need. I'm just going to read you a couple statistics. In 2019 alone, World Vision supported 20 million people through through 76 global emergency responses, provided 8.6 million people with food, and helped 3.4 million people gain access to clean water. Through child sponsorship, 3.4 million vulnerable children were given a second chance in life. That's what it looks like when the people of faith work together and love the way Jesus loves. Blood Water Mission is another one of my favorite ones. Uh, It's an ecumenical, people of faith of all denominations. They build clean water wells around the world. They provide education and resources to people globally uh, dealing with HIV as they provide medication and education. And then we talk about our denomination. When we tithe and we give here It goes, some of that goes to UMCOR, United Methodist Committee on Relief. And I know you've seen it because you've helped us fill up tornado buckets, which we're going to be doing again soon. Um, You've seen that go to places like Ohatchee recently when there was a tornado. But it's not just here in Alabama. UMCOR provides relief around the world, around the world. That's what it looks like when people of faith work together and love the way that Christ loved. Uh, Umcor has over 300 hospitals and clinics globally that provide help for children and adults um, that are disadvantaged. They do hunger relief globally. They help build wells and uh, sanitation, and they do hygiene education globally. And the United Methodist Children's Home, they provide foster care classes, group homes. They provide a second chance for these kids. It's amazing. That's what it looks like when people... Uh, are connected to the vine, and they love the way that Christ loves. And even locally, even locally, the youth helped make these bags uh, a while back. And um, it is for those folks who come by that are just really down and out, uh, possibly homeless or close to it, and we have deodorant, toothbrushes, and a bunch of uh, little snack supplies. But look at this. We have a list in there. It lists every food pantry, every soup kitchen... And a lot of them are on our street. And our church provides a lot of that here as well. Isn't that awesome? That's what it looks like when people of God are out there loving the way that Christ loves. That's what it looks like when we do it right. Diedrich Bonhoeffer has this quote, The church is the church only when it exists for others, not dominating but helping and serving. It must tell men of every calling what it means to live for Christ, to exist for others when we serve and love others it is amazing the hands and feet of Christ but remember sometimes we need to be the recipients of that help as well so we just talked about how sometimes we are the people needing help sometimes I need help sometimes I need support especially during a pandemic sometimes we we're just having a bad day we need prayers and support right and then we need to be a part of something bigger that's creating change, creating uh, change globally, um, reaching people for Christ globally. But what about us individually? Sometimes us. God calls us individually to help somebody else, right? So I'm asking you today, think about it on your drive home or as you're uh, having your lunch today. We all know somebody that is like Ringo, right? We know somebody that is like Ringo in our lives that needs a little help from their friends. Somebody who's just having a down and out time and God might be calling you and leading you to reach out to them, to help them. So, uh, as we end the service today, after the last song, Pastor Sam's gonna be acolyting again and he will be taking that candle out those doors. And that we don't just do that because we're Methodist and we've done that forever. It has a meaning and a purpose That is showing us the light of Christ going out into the world. And that's what we are called to do today. When we leave here, we are called to take the light of Christ out into the world. And we do that by being connected to something bigger. People of faith creating change around the world, helping those in need. But also individually, we are the hands and feet of Christ to our Ringo who needs our help today. Let's pray. Loving God, I pray for each one of us here. I pray that when we are the ones needing help from our friends, that we will accept it, that we will reach out and ask for the help. I pray that each of us will be connected into the big picture of people of faith, doing amazing things for your kingdom, that we will do things locally here in Gadsden, but we'll also be a part of of something big, people doing great things around the world. Loving God, and I pray that you will inspire us to help those, our friends that we know, who are in need right now, whether they ask for it or not, that you will put them on our hearts, that we will reach out to them. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus knew that we were going to need each other, right? Jesus knew that when he commanded us to love one another. Jesus went as far as to say to love each other the way that he loved us. So I challenge each of us today to find a Ringo, somebody that needs a little help from their friends to get by, whether you cook them a meal, give them a hug, or just text them to say, I'm praying for you. I challenge each of us to do that today. Go in peace.